0: You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network, featuring Pod of Thrones, Hoopla, Top Shelf Bangers Radio, and the Shiznit. This is for my old young G's, etc. Uh
1: Dino Red said he loves the intellect. he never hesitant. I can rap whatever, bro. I'm only in first gear, and still way ahead in the cold world full of that nonsense. Drug heads, teen moms, day-to-day violence. Fiends at the corner, paying handle for bottles. 20-year-olds running around
0: with pistols and hot gloves. watch my conscience, but still I do. I know right from wrong, but my decisions is stupid. My generation is crazy. This is the Red Rock Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the shiznit. and your host, Damon Standifer, Charlie Bell, and Dean Now, put your hands together
1: for the
0: Shiznick. Well, all right. Welcome back to another episode of the Shiznick. We realize that you have a choice in your podcast listening, and we appreciate you listening to us. A uh, good day, Damon. Good day, bro. Yo, Charlie Bizzell. What up? What's up, baby girl?
2: Nothing. I still get hyped every time I see our hear our theme song.
0: <laughs> good. She was she was throwing uh, her hands in the air. Yeah, just like she didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> she looking really good. She's just fresh from the beauty shop. Oh sure. yeah.
2: Thank, you. Not, Thank not,
0: you. not that she needed the beauty shop. Aw,
2: we all need a little beauty shop in our the lives. The beauty shop
0: needs uh, Charlie Bell. <laughs> she, she goes by to spread a little her beauty around well, for all the other uh, less fortunate Aww, black women.
2: you're sweet. The beauty shop is like the barbershop. You know, we go and talk about all the current events. Right. I, I was like, I kind of got a little crunk on my hairdresser while she was uh, talking about ferguson but i was like Uh-oh. okay this bitch has a hot iron in her hand let me just <laughs> okay. <can> get up.
0: <laughs> wait what was she saying
2: um she was she's young you know and she was just right. saying you know that black people nine times out of ten when they get shot by the cops oh they
0: was doing something to deserve right. it they causing trouble and... right
2: and i'm okay. kind of like trying to break it down for her in the well whatever, we're getting off the topic. That's not right. what I wanted to talk about,
0: okay well what what did you want to talk about? It's all about you
2: No, it's not all about me. It's, it's all about, me. about the show that I saw last night on t v uh
0: oh, it
2: was a nature show, a nature oh. document documentary okay that you cool. know on p b s right mm-hmm. so obviously, I had a a raucous Saturday night watching. Nature documentaries on PBS. So it was about this pack of wolves. It's funny
0: because I've been watching documentaries too, and that's what I want to talk about. Oh, okay. I love documentaries. We
2: could talk about that all day. We could have another podcast. I mean,
0: actually, specifically nature documentaries. Right. So that's what's funny. Yeah. That's what I was planning on talking about too. So
2: it was these pack of wolves, right? And, um, it was about the, the whole process of the pack, you know, hunting together, you know, making it together, raising the baby cubs together. And they show this like exciting sequence when, you know, they're teaching the baby cubs. First, the baby cubs just eat the regurgitated food and then they come and they watch the parents hunt and then they learn how to hunt with the parents. But in this one sequence, the hunter found the cubs and shot one of the mamas. It was like the Lion King. Hunter
0: is the white man.
2: Yeah, of course. Come on, on. just saying. And so, (laughs) duh. (laughs) But um, so they shot the wolf, and they they showed the um, you know, the wolves like all baying and mourning for the for their lost comrade. Yeah, it was sad. I I literally got like a tear in my little eye. Yeah. And then um, the I
0: felt watching Blackfish. Oh, I bet. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So then they took – the hunter took all the baby – so took all the baby wolf cubs and locked them up in an enclosure. Mm -hmm. And then it showed the rest of the pack after they got done with their five-minute mourning period. Like they're like, okay, now we got to get back on the job. We got to pick up the scent of the cubs. And so they started baying and then they heard the little – the baby cubs heard them and responded and they went and searched them out and found them. And it was like a freaking command. It was like a wolf commando mission. They went and rescued the cubs from the enclosure, right? Wow. And I exactly, that's what I said. I was like, wow. I was so freaking hyped on nature. I was like, mother nature is the that's shit. Cool. But, wait, but wait, but wait, wait, there's, ahead, more. But okay. wait okay. there's more, but wait, there's more. So then at the end of the show, I'm reading the credits or whatever, and it's like, Some of the scenes, even though this represents wolf behavior, some of the scenes have been
3: recreated. I was like,
2: what? We, now we have fake reality show, nature reality shows. Because I was, like, was
3: going to ask you where the wolves got the camera from. Right. I, I, I
2: was like, what next? They're going to be snatching weave wolf weaves and tail implants. What next? It's, well, but you know,
3: they—I they, they, mean—nature documentaries have been staging uh, events for years. There's a, like that real famous one where the, the, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, the lemmings jump off of a cliff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a staged, uh, that was, that was something staged. Yeah. Cause, you know, people say they're following you like lemmings. Right. And that was based on a Disney movie where right. a bunch of lemmings followed a bunch of other lemmings off a cliff or something. Right. But the reality was that they, that was staged by Disney. It was that, that didn't happen in nature. But well, yeah, a lot of a lot of those nature scandalous. scenes are just they're they're recreated or they they're, they're, they're uh, they give you an impression about what it's like. I'm so fucking disillusioned. Dude, <laughs> well, that, I'm disillusioned. Well, you know what?
0: You think you wait? to you hear the rest of the story? Oh shit! Okay, go ahead. Okay, now that documentary had an alternate ending. And the the, what? Uh, yeah,
2: the same one I saw. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Uh-huh.
1: Yeah,
0: what happened was at the at the end of the other one,
2: mm-hmm.
0: all the little baby wolf cubs got adopted by the Starks and Westeros.
1: choose your own adventure (laughs) Uh, just a Uh, little game
0: of thrones reference for uh people out there who didn't get that that was fun (laughs) thank you (laughs) (laughs) so uh damon what's been up with you bro
3: Uh, uh well since we're talking about nature uh, I have bees at my apartment. Uh-oh. Mm. Uh, you know,
0: yeah. I've had my share of bee trouble. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, <laughs> me it, too. It's
3: weird because basically I I've been coming home and uh when I go up the stairs there's a bunch of dead deep, bees, huh? Yeah, yeah, bee corpses. Oh. Uh and then uh mm-hmm. I'm I'm like, "Wow, what what's going on here?" Uh, <laughs> Suicide? Yeah. <laughs> um it, it it and then uh one day I wake up and I look at the light uh there's there're lights over our uh, our our apartments and there're bees that are just hanging around the lights mm-hmm. uh, and um and and uh and it's weird because uh i i they come at night and uh, I thought bees, like, when it got dark, they just went back to their hives. Right. But uh, these bees apparently hang out around the light, light fixtures. Right. Of well, our- the light is tricking them. Yeah, I guess so.
0: Yeah. You know. They're unemployed yeah. bees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they, they've been evicted. Nigga <laughs> uh, bees. bees. <laughs> hanging out all night. Good for nothing bees. Well, yeah. I, I could <laughs> smell- ratchet
2: ass. <laughs> ratchet ass. Hanging yeah. out on the of bees. Causing a ruckus. <laughs> well,
3: yeah. These, these bees, the honey smelled like weed. So <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 that's like weed and eight ball.
2: So. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, you need to market that. <laughs> You, you know
0: how much you know how much weed flavored honey you can sell. It, it's <laughs> like you can get high and satisfy your munchies all at the same, same time. time. Yeah, yeah. That is the
3: revolution. So it must have been Africanized bees. Wow. Right? <laughs> oh. well, Afri- African Americanized bees. Wow. <laughs> right?
2: These stereotypes are for entertainment purposes only. Yeah. Do not try this at home.
3: <laughs> you may get stung. Yeah, try at your own risk. <laughs> yeah but uh oh, they, yeah oh, that, yeah <laughs> uh but yeah and, and the thing thing that's weird is, is like it, uh they're there till dawn and then uh like they leave at around eight or nine o'clock uh i you know I, I get up and i leave it or i leave my i leave my apartment somewhere between six and seven and they're still hanging out <laughs> and uh then they're gone uh when, when i get back like around mm. nine or ten wow well Just check the or you or have the management check the
2: the outside of the structure because bees actually can you know Mm -hmm. why it's not burrow I don't know what the Mm. word is but they Mm -hmm. damage the actual structure. Mm -hmm. We had a beehive go into our closet Mm. and one time my dad opened the closet and a swarm of freaking bees was in there. It was like Mm. the swarm. We're like, oh my. It was yeah. cra- it was the craziest thing mm-hmm. I've ever seen, mm-hmm. and they did it in you know maybe a day or two, yeah, I, I mean I'm sure it probably took longer than that, but mm-hmm. by the time it you know
3: yeah. I've heard stories or, or either seen in documentaries or stuff where people like breaking down walls and there's like honeycombs yeah. inside of the uh inside of the walls, yeah,
0: yeah well, my house <laughs> you know, yeah. had, honey- yeah. had honeycomb in the in the ceiling there, yeah, so big ass honeycomb mm-hmm. honeycomb was so- big, yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah, yeah, it's not small, no, <laughs> no no. 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 <laughs> Big big taste and a big big bite. <laughs> Man, Ooh,
2: is there a
3: <laughs>
2: is there a seventies pop culture reference that you guys don't remember?
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> nah. nah. <laughs> well, the documentary I was watching, I was watching a few of them actually, and mm-hmm. there was this one that. It was a, it was a countdown. It was one of those like the ten most or however many most uh intelligent animals, you mm-hmm. know. So I'm like, okay, are gonna are they gonna do the thing where they include us or not include us? Because they right. don't include us, then it should be the chimpanzee. Right. Everybody knows that. Right. And I'm like, where's the crow gonna fall on the list and different right. things? So I'm, I'm look right. I'm so I'm list. I'm 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 you know watching mm-hmm. and. <clears throat> They get all the way down to, uh, they do the chimpanzee at like number, chimpanzee I think came in at like number two or three. Mm. So I'm like, okay, must be the human, right? And then Mm -hmm. it wasn't the human. What do you guys think the number one smartest animal was?
3: Uh, I'm going to guess and say dolphin.
0: No, good guess though. Would have been one of mine.
2: Uh, Octopus? No,
0: that's not. That's a pretty good guess, too. They're mm-hmm. actually very, they're probably, they're the smartest invertebrates.
2: Right. Yeah. I didn't so. know, like, how they were judging it. Yeah,
0: they're they're, they're pretty, they're pretty smart, but, uh, I, yeah. Can, can I ask one more question? Yes. Was, was it a primate? It was not a primate. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. It was not a primate. It was a parrot. Oh, really? Really? Yes. And I got mad. I lost my shit. I would, too.
2: Because <laughs> I'm that, like.
0: That ain't even right. Right. Parrots can't do shit. Yeah. That's what I thought. That's <laughs> why I was pissed off, and so that led me to start doing some research on parrots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Parrots are smart as fuck. <laughs> really? Yes, yes parrots, parrots are the... fucking.
3: Looking... Now, 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 what, now, was there articles? Were they written by parrots? Because <laughs> they, they, they might have been biased. biased. <laughs> <Yeah>. Parrots are. <laughs> no, you right, guys, and, 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 they, and they hate cockatoos. I know that. But,
0: <laughs> well, it, it was. It was a. Uh, a particular parrot, um, but I don't think the other parrots are far off. Mm-hmm. It's a, a gray African parrot. Mm-hmm, and African gray. African gray parrot, mm-hmm. right. you up on your parrots, mm-hmm. so, so you should know this. Mm, I don't. Um, Fucking smart. And then when you think about it, it's like, duh. Okay, all this time, they've been telling us, oh, parrots, they're just mimicking. Oh, parrots are just mimicking. Mm-hmm. They don't really know what they're saying. They don't know. They're, mm-hmm. they're not smart. They can't talk. They can't talk, they are just copying, but you know what? just anecdotally, I, after reading mm-hmm. this, I'm like, the light bulb went on, yeah, because as a kid, I had neighbors who had a parrot,,
1: mm-hmm.
0: the parrot knew the names of everybody in the family, mhm, but the parrot didn't just say random names,, mm-hmm. like when Johnny would come in,, be, I'm Johnny here, I'm Johnny,, mm-hmm. and it would be Johnny, yeah, right, right, right. And he would do that with whoever... I, uh, I
3: think you're confusing the pair with Ed McMahon.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: but I'm fine.
0: Right. So he would do that with whoever lived in the house yeah. and even some of the like good family friends that were right. over a lot Frequent who he vegetables. knew. Right. Mm-hmm. He would use the appropriate... And other phrases.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? They, he would use them appropriately. Right. It wasn't just just you know just random. Yeah, yeah. Right. But you've been so conditioned that they don't know what they're saying. You just accept that or whatever. We
3: I can't get out this fucking cage. So <laughs> <laughs> Well you know what? I kinda didn't
2: totally accept that because mm-hmm. i've seen birds react to different situations mm-hmm. but i still okay i'll give parrots their due okay i'll give them their props on their intelligence no no haterism on parrots mm. but i still think just because they can they can they but you didn't they let have, me finish though. oh i'm sorry i didn't know you okay go oh yeah i wasn't I, I wasn't go nowhere ahead. near finish. finished. <laughs> go ahead okay. i'm
1: sorry
0: yeah that that's yeah nowhere near finished. oh shit okay yeah there's there's the amaze uh, me with the parrots there's a doctor um uh, I can't. I can't. Her name escapes me right now. Female, uh, Elaine Pepperidge, or something like that. I forget. But she has this this world famous or had. He passed away uh, in uh, like 2006 or so. Mm-hmm. her name was Alex,
1: mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> and she's a behaviorist. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a pretty pretty bright cookie here. Her damn self. She uh, I think went to MIT at like 16 or 17 or something oh, like wow. that. Yeah. Like, and this was like back in the day when right. there was like only a handful of women going and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so she, you know, uh wanted to study animals. Yeah. Animal behaviorists. But everybody is doing primates and primates is the end thing. And everybody, you know, mm-hmm. it's the big thing with the primate learning sign language and all that. Right. And she's sitting around hypothesizing like, why don't we do this with like parrots? Because they can talk. Like, and so instead of doing sign language and stuff like that, we can just ask him stuff right <laughs> and they, you know and right, she's like, right this is what she's thinking like we can right. just ask him shit and then he'll just reply right you know and um <clears throat> they're like hating on her they're like, nah mm-mm. they are you kidding me they're like she said basically <laughs> this is basically when she got her uh her proposal back, they were basically uh saying like what are you smoking <laughs> <laughs> yeah. wow. so so they were like are you kidding a bird a parrot dah, 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 they're not nowhere near smart than this and that
3: mm-hmm.
0: and so what are you
3: a bird brain
0: yeah so she <laughs> she she went out and she got a bird of her own and she didn't even pick the bird because she didn't want anybody to say oh this is some bird einstein or whatever mm-hmm. she let the the guy at the <laughs> pet stop the pet pet shop uh just randomly picked her a parrot, mm-hmm. and the only specification was that he had to be American born for some reason. Probably for I don't, I don't so know. This is paperwork, you know, yeah, needed something needed like that. A social
3: security <laughs> number. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Visas and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. It was,
3: so it was it, yeah. was it was right when the uh, that act
0: came. Exactly. Out. Yeah. yeah. You know, like cracking down on the illegals yeah, right. and whatnot.
3: She didn't want
2: so. the parrot deported in the no. middle of her.
3: That would have really, been that would <laughs> very very good. Very so good. she
0: so she gets Alex and she starts teaching him. First, she just teaches him basic vocabulary, just a bunch of different words, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Just so he would have a foundation of vocabulary. Mm-hmm. Then after that. She went on to to make sure, like when she taught him a key, for mm-hmm. example, mm-hmm. to make sure that he knew what he was talking about and not just saying, Okay, like, because with Casper, my dog, mm-hmm. I, you know, he, he knows if you say stick, he'll go get a stick, but right. he also might come back with a broom handle, right? Or, you know, whatever, right? Anything or uh, a branch, he, whatever, you know, I think
2: he gets similar.
1: <clears throat> yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. And, uh, so anyway, she taught She taught him not <clears> – <throat> well, actually, yeah, some of it is yeah, – that's the thing about it. Some of it is teaching, and some of it is, like, just – it's not even teaching. It's, mm-hmm. like, the fact that he can think. He's innate. Right, mm-hmm. because um, she got to the point – because his vocabulary was enough that – Right, that she would hold up something, mm-hmm. and, like, whereas an, another animal might, you know, just – okay, it's green or mm-hmm. or every time you hold up something green it's green, he wouldn't say anything mm-hmm. because she would have to ask him like what like what color mm-hmm. then he would say green, wow, she said, what is this? then he would say key mm-hmm. like what shape mm-hmm. then he would say, right, you know whatever, so he w- it was like he had to answer the question, and he right. and the thing is she said uh, was conversating. overall. Yeah. You know, with all the the the, the studies and everything, eighty percent of the time he responded correctly. The twenty in the twenty percent, most of those times, especially after he learned something, it was because he was bored. Because mm-hmm. the first, he would have to do a minimum of like a hundred and something for statistical st- statistical purposes. Right. But after the first dozen, like he would breeze through like a dozen or so, and then after that it got hard and she would have to limit the trials to once a day, whatever, the mm-hmm. whatever the test that they were currently working on. Mm-hmm. She could only do it once a day after the first dozen or so, because he would get bored. Right. And he would intentionally give wrong answers. <laughs> right. And she mm-hmm. knew that the, he would give him wrong answers because like he would like, okay, there was a tray mm-hmm. and it would have four things, three things, two things. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, there would be a color or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so she'd ask him like something, you know, the same question that she's asked him 15 other times mm-hmm. that he's totally bored with by mm-hmm. now. So he said five.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And she's like, what, what's this? All? And, it, and also, usually <clears throat> when he got bored, he would also he would kind of act out. He mm-hmm. would like he would like maybe throw something at the researcher Mm -hmm. or you know have Mm -hmm. like a little tantrum and stuff Mm -hmm. like that knock stuff over Mm -hmm. like a preschooler right exactly so but this particular time he didn't do it right he didn't he didn't have the tantrums and he wasn't showing the other physical signs he wasn't Mm -hmm. turning his back on her and all that so she was like what is this five what is why is he saying five there's nothing on here that's five Mm -hmm. and she's alex what what is you know what is this and she and he said i think she asked him what what's green Uh you know or what was a color Uh and he said five Uh and finally she said what's five he said none (laughs) (laughs) that blew her now you guys out there listening or whatever this sounds like Uh i'm not able to explain it
2: no,
1: you know, and think-
0: give it the gravity that I mean. The concept of zero right. is
2: huge. Yeah, it yeah.
0: is. Like humans, we didn't even have that till like the 1600s or something. Right. You know, that's right, like right. yeah. Right. So the fact that this animal, like he was like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna play your game because your game's boring. Right. I'm gonna, you know, manipulate you into saying you know, into playing the game that I want to play. Right. Mm-hmm. So he not only did he could he recognize what is there he could recognize what was not there right but yeah he right yeah yeah so right. she was right. like they're not just i mean right. the ones in the wild and stuff right. they are just saying stuff right. you know a lot of times whatever <laughs> but pets they're not necessarily just saying stuff they right. actually know what this stuff means right you know he would say stuff like um what? what's another thing that he learned on his own oh um Oh, she uh, talked about how this, the, her uh, colleague of hers was his favorite human after her. Mm-hmm. His name was uh, Spencer. Mm-hmm. But S's are really hard for parents, especially P's and mm-hmm. uh, S P together. Mm-hmm. So he, his name was Sir. Mm-hmm. He called him Sir. Mm-hmm. And when Spencer, uh, he went, he got a job someplace else or was doing research mm-hmm. and was, it was gone for a long time. He would say, um, because see, this is the thing. He would learn words and use them correctly in other contexts.
1: Mm-hmm. Right? right. He learned,
0: <laughs> I, he, he learned like, I want. Mm-hmm. Um, they taught him I want. So like, he could express what type of treat he wanted instead mm-hmm. of them just randomly giving them treats. Right. Right. So he applied I want and Spencer. Wow. His, I want, sir. Yeah. And yeah. he say, sir, come here. Come here, sir. Sir, come here. And he'd walk into his room. His desk area. And and mm -hmm. hang out on his desk and be calling him, sir, come here, sir. I want sir. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's deep. It's it's like totally deep. I mean, there's all kind of stuff like that where, I mean.
2: Well, did they get into anything about um, evolutionarily? Like, why would parrots have evolved to be so smart?
0: Well, she said that everything that they knew, like, I don't think anybody knows why they can do the the vocal thing or whatever. Mm -hmm. But the whole she said, like him recognizing the differences between things was there was not there. So that's that's important, like knowing being able to remember what fruit. Mm. Tastes good mm-hmm. what's the source of food you know mm-hmm. food to come you know where it right. is to come back to it and then notice right. okay this one is good this one's not good right you know so a lot just of animals recognize the shapes you know
2: but a lot of animals do that without going to that next level of cognitive ability right so, right I don't so know. that's fascinating so,
0: so uh yeah.
3: so did they explain the relationship between parrots and pirates <laughs> <laughs> a, you know the pirate always has a parrot on his shoulder and
0: so yeah i right. think the 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 parrots were the brains of the operation.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I had a sounds fr- like it. I had a friend, and and this is this is serious. He uh uh who had a parrot, and uh, he would tell me like the parrot knew when he was co- time for him to come be home, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, it, it and uh, it's like their relationship was really a, a very strong relationship. Mm-hmm. That's interesting, and yeah. when uh my friend uh fred when he died he uh the parrot went in the morning
1: yeah. yeah and it it
3: was, it was and you you could tell that the parrot knew He's depressed yeah mm-hmm. that some that fred you know some, well he didn't know that fred had died but, but he, right. he, he wasn't, wasn't there gone. anymore yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and uh so yeah yeah that that's uh yeah that's that it, it's amazing I, I guess we we've always kind of i guess as human beings been very arrogant mm. in the way
0: you we think yeah. <laughs> Oh, even still, <laughs> scientists are uh, super are super <clears throat> reluctant to to describe any animal co- uh, communication as a language. Yeah, right. I don't I don't know what it is about that, but they're like really right. They they don't like doing that. Right. Like you know, cause I read well, a lot of these studies and watch a lot of these, mm-hmm. and they they never they never refer to it like that. You
3: know. You know. Uh, I, uh, speaking of documentaries, I, I saw a documentary on on uh, animal friendships uh, and. Uh, not not friendships of friendships of different species right right like Interspecies species uh, yeah, yeah 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 like a
2: species relationships yeah
3: yeah you know it was a go to like white women uh, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh <laughs> had a son named Pam, but uh <laughs> but, peter uh but uh yeah uh, there was uh uh a goat that was friends with a blind, uh, horse and the goat would lead the horse around and, oh. uh, he, uh, you know, he would, he, uh, and he did that until the, the horse died. Mm. And then when the horse died, he, you know, st- stood there for a couple of minutes. Oh yeah. Uh, there was a case where the, the, the horse was trapped in some brush. And so the goat went and got the humans
1: mm-hmm.
3: to, co- to help. Get the horse out mm-hmm. It was kind of like a, a, lassie. a lassie moment Yeah <laughs> Yeah And yeah. Uh, yeah They're all And, and scientists Are Are, uh, <clears throat> are really hesitant to, to say That these animals Form friendships mm-hmm. uh, The people in the documentary were, were willing to say it Right But I guess You know it, it's sci- Part of being a scientist Is being skeptical Right uh, But yeah they, they showed that With uh, a turtle and, and some sort of bird um, mm-hmm. Well the
2: thing is <clears throat> Excuse me Maybe these animals don't have friendships in the way that we think of them or right. the way we experience them or, or, um, language in the way that we think of it. But even we are animals, right? We are mammals mm-hmm. and primates. And, you know, the basic function of friendship is the same as it is in mm-hmm. the animal world. It's about survival, mutual support, mm-hmm. you know, learning things, learning how to survive, you know, learning how to, mm-hmm. Basically, yeah it's about survival i mean uh, a trait of you know social animals mm-hmm. we, we we didn't evolve to be social just because we're nice yeah. we, we evolved to be nice so we could survive together mm-hmm. you, well, know? And, and, so, and,
3: you know so you know when you think about it the emotional part of our brains uh you know that, that is that the animal prob- part <laughs> yeah it, it would seem that what we would have more in common with other animals That's as true. far as as far as that goes because the you know the 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 reasoning. Yeah. The reasoning functions are, are higher functions, but the you know, and emotional. Right. It I mean we, and we have friendships with, with uh with animals. I mean well, we, of ha- course. We, we call them yeah. pets, but right. I mean basically they're they're friendships. They are. Um they had one with a cheetah and a dog. Ooh. And That uh, could go really wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a lot of, lot of they. There was only one that they showed in the wild. Uh, It was a a monkey with a a different species of monkeys. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But generally, the the friendships developed in captivity. Yeah, I've seen. Yeah, that makes sense. I've seen
0: those those same type documentaries too. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: Well, I just saw this is kind of related, but not. I just saw this little video on, I don't know, Facebook or Instagram or something, and it was like, dogs trying to be friends with cats.
0: Oh, that's real common. Did you yeah. see
2: but it was just so sad because the cats were such
0: dicks, dicks yeah. <laughs> yeah. The dogs yeah. are all
2: like, Come play with me, come play with me and the cats are like, bitch,
1: bitch.
0: <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. Any anybody who has a cat and a dog you'll have seen that millions of times. <laughs> that's funny.
3: I, I, I saw a video on Facebook of a man who was passed out drunk and uh he was being raped by a dog. What? <laughs> I mean, the, the man had his pants on, but the dog was humping, uh, wow. <laughs> humping the man in an area that... that uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, he was trying to make friends. <laughs> Damn. I was too friendly. Yeah. <laughs> I was too goddamn friendly.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, you know,
3: the dog bought the guy drinks, and uh, <laughs> he expected something in return. <laughs> Funny. We're going to be talking about that later. <laughs> <laughs> so. I guess it's true. All men are dogs.
0: <laughs> Man, but yeah, there's. if you get a chance, you can look up Alex. Um, you can Google him, Alex like the parrot. parrot, whatever. There's so much more. I, there's the the tip of the iceberg. And the funny thing is that people, they kept referring to him as so special. He was so special. And the, you know what? Like, I, I, was, I was trying to, the whole time I'm watching, I'm trying to read between, because like, this was still new to me at the time. Like, okay, is this, Okay, like is he is this parrot special? You know, is he really special, or can all parrots do this, mm-hmm. or is he special because he's the one? And right. finally, I figured out it was they were talking about he's special, but they were talking about a human emotion, mm-hmm. right? He was special because right, he was her pet for mm-hmm. 30 years mm-hmm. and right. he'd learned all this stuff, and everybody was attached to him, but not yeah. because he wasn't special. And that's why he knew all this or learned yeah, all this. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, they he wasn't he was a, he was a random parrot. Right. He was a random parrot and she's got other random parents that she's teaching the same stuff yeah. now. So but well, yeah, I think, it was
2: Well think about it. If you leave a baby in the wild without any education or development or training or guidance from people, they would just basically be a wild animal. Right. <laughs> well they yeah, they they've had that didn't they have that in France, uh there was it, uh, no it was in um Romania after Ceausescu, that was that was kind of like one of the big experiments.
3: Oh, no, I'm talking about in the 19th century. Uh, the oh, in the early, 1800s. Yeah, okay. yeah. There, there was a, a, a there was a human being that they found. It was a wild child of you know wherever, mm-hmm. and uh, she, uh, he or she couldn't speak. Uh, but and and the child was never able
0: to learn. Tay was- in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> See, that wasn't a seventies reference. <laughs> I don't know what reference that was. That was Jody uh Jodie Foster and uh Nail. Oh yeah, I never saw that. Yeah. Okay, you're bad. <laughs> <laughs> she was a feral well, she actually wasn't feral. A feral child. She was she was uh what 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 they uh, found out was she had this weird way of talking because <clears throat> her caregiver, I think it was her mother. Um, had had a stroke.
1: Ooh. Oh, and couldn't
0: speak properly.
1: Right. So, she
0: learned, learned how to speak the way that she spoke. Oh, right. wow. So, yeah, they, they couldn't figure out why she spoke like some feral person mm. where she actually did have, wow. because I think the mother died and then mm. they found her, her living there by Aww. herself, basically like a feral right, right, person because definitely. they were kind of rural and out in the sticks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she kind of was, on the feral side. That and could
2: happen. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it
0: could happen. It, it I was, think it might be based on a true story. I don't remember if it wow. was or not, but I mean, it was with, um, Liam Neeson. And I can't forget, forget I forget who the other woman lead was, but oh, it was okay. a good, it was a good movie. Yeah.
3: There was also a, a feral, uh woman, uh, in uh, South America. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was climbing on, um, like, uh, uh poster, uh, not, uh, like posts, um, uh, mm-hmm. outside of ranches and stuff like that she was raised by wild animals until i think i think she was in her early like like she was like 9 or 10 or something like that Oof. she eventually moved to england and you know uh, had a life there mm-hmm. um but yeah for for a great portion of her life she was uh, out there and that's deep yeah the thing the thing i remember is with the with the girl or a boy uh, in france was that he he was uh, impervious to extremes in weather Right. Uh, If it was hot or cold, it didn't matter. He he was just naked and it didn't. (laughs) Right. Wasn't.
2: I was just thinking that I was like the the, the one raised by wool or raised. I don't even know what animal it was Mm -hmm. raised by, but if you're raised by wild animals and you've been surviving, I bet you have a hell of a freaking immune system Now that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's whose immune system yeah, yeah. they need to study you're out there with no antibiotics yeah you ain't no never vac- seen no soap <laughs> no vaccinations you know no antibacterial nothing yeah, for damn yeah. and you're eating probably raw meat
3: yeah that's deep dude or, or yeah or stuff you picked off the of trees and yeah. yeah 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 wow
0: but wow. uh um, quick or, quick one more quick alex story and then we can move on mm-hmm. okay oh oh
3: real quick i wanted okay. to ask
0: you is is uh did alex die recently 2000 uh it wasn't recently well I uh, fairly on what's in the 2007? last 10 years 2007 okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. oh yeah that's yeah recent. it was a it was a big deal yeah it was, yeah, a big yeah, deal. They, it was
3: yeah. i have a vague memory of that okay, okay.
0: yeah and it's weird because you know parents live a long time He mm-hmm. was only 30, 30 they 30,
2: live one. long that is a long time to me
0: no they live longer like, than like that. 50 like, like, really?
3: 50 to 70 years yeah no way yeah, yeah.
0: i had no idea yeah like up to 90 sometimes oh wow, oh, I didn't wow I didn't know that. that's yeah. crazy so um, so they
2: basically have like a human lifespan almost.
0: Yeah. And human intelligence almost right, too. Um, right. They said that his problem solving skills were like that of a seven-year-old mm-hmm. and his, um, they didn't say his vocabulary uh, uh, was of a, of what age, but mm-hmm. I'm going to say it was like, it seemed like it was about like, a, maybe like an 18 month old mm-hmm. okay. or, or better. Like a toddler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he would say like, for example, he knew yummy mm-hmm. and he knew bread. Right, right. So the first time he gets cake, mm-hmm. first time he ever tastes cake, he says, "Yummy bread." Wow. right? Yeah. yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, that's what yummy. it is. Yeah, doesn't that sound like a two year old? You know,
3: give me some of that yummy bread. Yeah. And uh, he even
0: he even made up words. Wow. Like um, the he was more familiar with bananas and cherries, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So when they introduced an apple to him and tried to teach him apple, he said, uh, "Banary." Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. And it was like, what's this? No, Alex is an apple. And he just, he wanted to call it a binary. He wouldn't call it apple. And so she was talking to one of her linguistic uh, colleagues Mm -hmm. and he was like, oh, that's whatever, whatever, whatever. And just like, there's like a term for that and everything. He was like, Yeah, she's like, so is he familiar? Is he more used to eating bananas and cherries? Mm -hmm. And she was like, yeah, those are, yeah, he eats bananas and cherries all the time. And we just introduced Apple to him and tried to teach him Apple. Mm -hmm. He's like, yeah, well, to him, it's a cross between a a banana and a cherry. So he calls it a binary. Hmm.
2: I could see that. It's white on the inside. (laughs) It's white on the inside and red on the outside.
0: Ah, so. It's deep. Yeah, it's, 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 it's deep. There's so, so much more though, but like. But yeah, it's it's real deep. Like respect
2: our animal <laughs> friends out there.
0: Yeah, I mean he mm. could he could say where he wanted to go. Yeah, you know when he was tired of working, he could tell you to calm down. <laughs> He'd say I'm sorry, mm. but he didn't mean it as like it, there was no contrition involved. Right. He mm-hmm. would say I'm sorry just to def- he learned that as a way to diffuse like a tense situation. Right. Yeah. Which is basically even, the same
2: st- purpose that we use it <laughs> <that right>. for. <laughs>
0: So, so like, if he's out out there writing
3: apologies. I'm
2: sorry if I hurt your feelings when I called your mama a hoe. Holly wants to apologize. Oh,
0: man, but yeah. Apologize. I wish I had thought of that.
2: We're so corny.
3: Be so corny.
2: See? (laughs) Proof.
1: The shiznit. the shiznit, the shiznit, the shiznit.
2: Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I sit and wish I was a kid again. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I sit and wish I was
0: a kid again. And everybody <laughs> say. <safe. laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're mixing it up this time, and we're doing our back in the day towards the top of the show. I guess kind of towards the middle at this point, but uh yeah and this weeks back in the day topic comes to you courtesy of Damon. Yay! Yay, Damian.
3: <laughs> Yay.
0: <laughs> and it is, okay, you you take it. You you tell us what it is cuz I um, get the covers and I get all that stuff mixed okay. well, up.
3: Well, well basically, yeah, uh basically uh um uh, we're all Prince fans here. Yes, and, we are. Uh,
2: like most of the
3: planet. <laughs> With and, any taste. Yes, any thank any you. Any sense. Thank you. <laughs> and, uh, Prince is a pro- prolific sound writer, I mean, songwriter. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of his songs have not only been hits for him, but they've been hits for other people. Yes. And so I, I thought it would be interesting to ask, uh, our, our, uh, the, the Shiznit, what's your favorite Prince song? That was sung by another person right um uh, and it doesn't necess- I, I, my my personal uh, preference is that it's something that Prince originated, but it doesn't have to be uh because mm-hmm. uh you know the songs uh, nothing compares to you is, is uh probably one of his biggest hits mm-hmm. by someone else mm-hmm. and uh so it, it could be any song written and written originally written by Prince mm-hmm. written and produced by Prince and uh sung by another person.
0: All right. And we're gonna start with uh with you, Damon. Okay. And here we go. This is Damon's choice. <laughs>
1: some and I
0: could not resist when I saw little Nicky. You know, when this song, <laughs> when this song was out, I remember literally thinking like, why can't I meet some girl? <laughs> like that. Hotel lobby. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, damn. Like, I wish. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's funny because I I I was a little younger, so I thought I could. I was like, was she reading the magazine, or was she actually like using the magazine? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, for yeah, penetration. I, I, I well, I was. <laughs> oh, 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 ouch! <laughs> like a rolled-up magazine.
0: Oh wow, So that never
3: occurred to me. You see, I I, uh, I was much older. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and I, I thought uh, along the same lines, was, was she, was she actually masturbating using the, I was using the ma- magazine to masturbate, right. right? Or was she reading the master ma-
0: uh, magazine and masturbating? Right. Well, now that you guys mention it, I mean, it, it kind of knowing women, it sounds probably more logical that, or more likely that she might've been using it too, because women don't typically masturbate like that right you guys don't look at magazines that's wrong we're gonna
2: we're gonna talk about that you in guys our next do, segment you guys
0: do we, masturbate like that
2: come on you think
0: hey this is not guys we didn't get we didn't make this up this is what we've been told by y'all right
2: i know but that's why we're so, gonna talk about false myths okay. that, that men believe about sex but definitely women like porn
0: but But that well, I didn't say that you didn't like porn. Mm -hmm. I just didn't think that you masturbated in like. What else do you do with porn? To a a magazine like that.
2: Well, before videos came out, that's what people had, right? Yeah,
0: Yeah, I just okay. I mean, I'm (laughs) I'm just saying.
3: Yeah. Well, you know. know, uh, Well, Nikki did. (laughs) (laughs) She bop a woo bop, but that's a different one. (laughs) Uh, But uh, yeah, yeah, that uh, the song "Darling Nikki." you know, basically about our favorite subject. Uh, it's the cut, uh, yeah. Uh, it, it's uh, it, actually this. The Foo Fighters uh, the, for the, uh, they they did a version. I think this was a hit in Australia. Okay. And uh, and, and there are two versions of this with them doing it and with CeeLo uh, singing the lead on it. And uh, it's just a it's just a great. I mean, you know, head-banging headbanging. Uh, you know, rock and roll, uh, uh, song that I think is just an excellent cover of a Prince tune, right? Um, and I can, and in fact, I, I enjoy this version as much as I enjoy uh, Prince's version, mm-hmm. and um, so that that's uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay, cool, I hear you, my
0: brother. All right, <laughs> and that brings us to Charlie Bell, and her selection is. Hey Ooh. See we're in the studio doing hype <laughs> right now This makes me wonder Exactly. Has any has any rappers? Has there any been any big rap songs that sampled any any Prince song?
2: Oh yeah, there are, but I can't think of them off the top of my head. Really? Let's uh-huh. let's let's research that for another show. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure there are. But um, yeah, I love the song, and everybody loves this song. This is oh nice yeah, the, definitely. This is a cla- It was an instant classic when Shaka did it. So the uh-huh. thing I love. There's many things I love about this song. So for one, she. She was one of the first people to mix hip hop and R&B. And she did it in such a dope way cuz she's a real artist. So it was like a real artist working with the song of a real artist can kind of innovate,
3: you know. Right. Well, you know, she she was upset when uh they got Melly Mel to do the rap.
2: Right. <laughs> she didn't right. she
3: didn't she didn't want she I mean they, you know, they got Stevie Wonder right. on the harmonica and she wanted to just straight do it straight without right. the rap. Right. But I remember when we were in high school, we were like but the rap makes the song, right? <laughs> right.
2: Exactly. I, <laughs> yeah. Right. I, I yeah. did hear some of that um, yeah. history, but I think, well, whatever. It's still the effect. W- oh, whether yeah. she in- intended it to be, it the effect was a, you know, it kind of brought the two worlds together, mm-hmm. it, and and more importantly, it kept her career alive. Oh, it yeah. freaking introduced Re- her yeah, to another, it. Yeah. right? Exactly. It introduced her to another generation of, yeah. you know, fans, and. You know, it's just you. Still, the thing I love about you know the song that you played, mm-hmm. just all the Prince songs, is like there. You still hear that funky, slinky mm-hmm. Prince DNA in mm-hmm. it. Yeah, but and you know, a good artist can make it their own. Yeah, you know. So I'm.
3: This is this to me. This is one of the few covers of a Prince song that is way better than the original. Right. Um, the the original. Uh, it's on his second album. And it's like real kind of like a real B song. Yeah. It's like, you know, this, this is just something I cranked out because I needed something. Yeah, It was, it was album filler. Right. Mm-hmm. And this song, this song makes it like a, a who, party. Who produced this?
2: Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. We should look that up. Maybe, Cause, what, yeah, what, cause, was it Stevie Wonder? Because
0: I'm feeling that that's the person that's responsible for the song that we're hearing. You know what I mean? Right. You know?
2: Right. But it's a combination. It's the well, song yeah. itself. It's the, it's the vocals. It's the production. The right. rap. You know, but whatever it was, it was magical. But you can still hear the Prince DNA, I think, underneath. And so... I love it. I think it's just a—it stood the test of time. I think, you know, if you put this song on at a party, people will still get hyped.
3: (laughs) I may be contradicting myself here, but it might be the greatest Prince cover ever. (laughs) You know, now I'm sitting here listening to it. I'm I'm thinking, thinking, yeah, this this might be the the, this might be the best cover of a Prince tune ever. I mean, listen to that vocal. She's smashing it. Um, Arif Mardin was the
0: producer.
2: Oh, okay. Never heard of. Him. He was, uh, he was part of, um, he was a big production team. He was part of, um, uh, oh, Funky shit.
0: Fingers Production.
2: No. <laughs> no. I can't remember. It's Pizzan.
1: Because
0: he ain't called me, you know?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you are silly.
0: We got this song from, here you go, here it go.
3: Monkey Finger
0: Production. Hey, he's, a, he,
3: he's a he's a Turkish American music producer.
2: Oh, that's not the one I'm thinking of. Oh, okay. A R I F. He sounds okay.
0: Turkish American with that name. Yeah. yeah. But uh cool. Yeah. But man, that Well, yeah. good job, Arif. <laughs>
2: you hooked us up with a classic. Um, oh.
0: this is my cut. All right. I picked this because I just I I, I love this song. This song is so dope. And uh, I love this I love this version of it. Even though, as I was uh, telling Damon at the at the uh, before the show started, it it just it's kind of it's a, it's a shame because it sounds great. Mm-hmm. I think T-Bone's voice, as Damon said, uh, really lends itself to this. But it just doesn't make sense coming from a woman. You know, it takes away... Right. It loses a lot in the meaning. Right. But it sounds really good
1: still. And I
0: really love this song. And I agree with Damon that this is one of his better uh, written songs. Oh, absolutely. This is one of his
2: stellar compositions. And the thing, I think, I totally get what you're saying about the meaning of it. Because, like... Not only was it a great song, a sexy song, a funky song, but it was clever. It was witty. He was right. t- he was like telling he was like saying, well, you know, like right. the way he was proposing yeah. this to this woman. Well, was like it's,
3: it's about intimacy. Yeah, right. yeah. It, it's like you know you communicate better with your girlfriends right. than you do with me. Right.
0: <laughs> and you don't hear that coming from dudes. Right. So, yeah. You know.
3: Yeah. Guys are usually. I mean, most of Princeton songs is like I just want to get in your pants. Right. But <laughs> this one's about you know. Right. Why why can't we why can't you why can't we have intimacy like you have with your, your girlfriends? Girl. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, yeah, t bobs could have released this as a man. <laughs> 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 she 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 kind of sounds like Prince does when he's playing around with the, the voice oh, that voice modulator. Own, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: It. Yeah, she does. Totally. Get
3: it? Um, I was telling Dino earlier. It's like uh, um, uh, TLC also did a cover of uh, Get, Get It, it Up. It up. Um, oh yeah, that from
2: the um, that's the jam. Yeah. yeah, but I but that wouldn't be there. I mean, I wouldn't say the TLC covers better, but that mm-hmm. song is. Yeah. Oh yeah, I,
3: I, oh I, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I like. Uh, I'm just saying, as it's like it's, as far as t bozs voice goes, it sounds like right. he's perfect
0: to
2: right. do
3: Prince songs. Right, right tuned into her inner prince yeah
0: and again that one loses something when the girls sing it but it's still pretty dope yeah
3: yeah, it's kind of one of the things because you know there's only three of us uh but there's a a cover the beautiful ones uh, with mariah carey Mm. and uh it's like mariah carey is like what what her singing that kinda reminds me of when uh Prince does falsetto. Right. <laughs> you know, right, it, right it's kind right. of a, that same feeling. Right. So she's like the she's like the falsetto prince and T Boz is the uh, is the is the normal the voice. I mean, prince. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's Adam funny. Carolla, you're a fucking insane dick. <laughs> Prince is a genius. Oh, hell yeah. Fucking nerd.
2: Prince is a musical genius. Who the fuck does it? First of all, what other artist, what other pop music artist can you name today that has hit songs in funk, rock, R&B, country, music, really? alternative? Yeah. He wrote, um... Oh, shit. He wrote... Can't think of it. He wrote a song for Do- Dolly Parton.
3: I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh wow, yeah. I'd like to hear that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Me too. Well,
3: and don't forget yeah. jazz. Oh right, uh, yeah jazz. He, had, uh, he had Madhouse for a while. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Madhouse. Right. Yeah. It's like
1: right. some
2: people would say gospel. <laughs> well, I mean, when he worked with Mavis Staples, it was yeah. gospelish. Yeah. You know. I mean, just the fact that he's transcended a decades and b genres.
3: Yeah. I mean, come on. And he's got a couple songs where arguably could be hip
0: hop. I mean, Housequake he can play how many fucking instruments? Like well, yeah. More than 20. <laughs> yeah. And he rocks the fuck out of that lead guitar. Yeah. Oh my god.
2: He, <laughs> he rocks the fuck. And he's just, when you see his live show, first of all, if you haven't seen a live show, it needs to be on your bucket list. Prince yeah. is the tightest live show out there. His band is tight as fuck. Like, He he he's like the James Brown as far as like you can't be a sloppy musician. If you get to be in Prince's band, you're the shit, you know. And it's like it's true musicianship.
3: Yeah, and and, and the thing is, when he is in concert, you're not hearing the you're not hearing the same
0: song you heard on the album. He he
3: freaks. You're you're hearing a reinterpretation of the song you heard on the album. He keeps
0: it live. That's what
2: a musician. That's what real musicianship can do. Yeah.
0: One one of the times D was here, we had a uh, I think it was Uncle who posed the, you know. Michael Jackson or Prince question, you know, that age old debate. Right. And she was the only one that chose Michael. And uh we went easy on her, but we all sh- pretty much was like, "Nah, yeah, I mean- <laughs> <laughs> it ain't even close." We like Mike too, but it ain't even close. <laughs> it's not. It's really not. Not
3: well, it's, <laughs> especially as you
0: know, as a musician.
3: As, well, as a musician, and as you know, as you grow old, I mean, Michael. Michael is like uh, he's he's a sing and dance man, it, right. a song and dance man right. purely, you know. But uh, yeah, Prince is a musician. Yeah, and he transcends. Uh, transcends, uh, 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 genres. Yeah. Uh, like you, like you said, country. God, I'd love to hear that.
0: Yeah. And we have to look, dig that up.
3: The thing that sucks about Prince, though, is he's so damn
0: possessive about his property. Yeah. (laughs) You can't steal it on YouTube. It's like, you know, you know where I had to get this song? No. I had this, this why it doesn't sound as, as good as it should. I had to steal that shit off of MySpace. Oh wow! You wait to do some Jenkins wait, shit. Wait, MySpace is still <laughs> up. Yeah, you still, up. <laughs> you, you still remember your password for MySpace? No, I didn't go to my MySpace. Uh, <laughs> I went to TLC's MySpace.
2: Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I wonder if I have any new friends on there.
0: <laughs> I don't. I would say no. <laughs> <laughs> if they're on MySpace looking for you, yeah. <laughs> they it's would like, not be your friends. The worst
3: detective in the world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh man. I like, say wait if if I wanted to hide from somebody, where would I go? MySpace. Fr- Friendster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is Friendster still up? I don't know. I
0: don't, I don't even I don't I didn't even know what that is.
2: Friendster uh, preceded MySpace. Really? Yeah. Oh uh,
0: wow. No. Well I I was saving this, but since we're on it, I'm gonna go ahead and, and break it out now. Wait, well hold well, hold on. No, we don't need the outro. When we had uh my man, what's his name? Uh Shane on the mm-hmm. show. He did all that yammering and stuff about uh, Black Planet and this and Mm -hmm. all that, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I finally got up on that bitch. (laughs) Black Planet. Oh, my God. What the fuck? Black Planet is. It it is the rejects of social media. Mm -hmm. It is. Black Planet is the yellow bust, the short yellow bust of social media. It's like people who can't get on Facebook or Twitter are on Black Planet. People who are not allowed to be on regular social media are hanging out on on, on Black Planet. That shit is crazy.
2: <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> so, yeah. It, yeah, Shane. I, mean, I think his point was that that's a place to go to find black people.
0: But you know what? I think he, all his success with Mark and whatever... Nigga, you on TV all the time. That's that's the true. That's that's what it really breaks down to. Not be on TV and then come back to me and tell me about how all that stuff works. But I mean, he's already got a. a I mean, and I'm not dissing right. him for it. I'm just saying well, that no, you, uh, you
2: have to get exposure. But his, then
0: his, 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 all his results are tainted because he's been on. He's got a gang of. You know, he's got a pretty decent Q rating, right? In the black community, right? So you know, all his success with social media and whatnot and his career and all that, it, you know, it's it, one thing has helped the other. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, he jumps on black planet and he gets all these results or he gets on twitter or he gets on that and he's like oh well it's great because you know this is that no no nigga it's great because you got a name that motherfuckers recognize that's why it's great (laughs) you know
2: you're i mean you're right it goes together like the more exposure you have in other formats the more you know you're going to have a social media following but i think the point of social media is that you can develop a the relationship with your fan base and well the, yeah you can you know, in but way. It's,
0: it's it's work though it's, it's yeah. work and it's work and it's work and it, mm-hmm. it's not you know it's it's not uh it's not the platform it's, yeah it's it's nothing to, it's it's no kind of uh yeah it's yeah i mean because to me he kind of made it seem like there was a i don't know like a not a shortcut but a secret or something or whatever yeah. but it's, it's no different well, Except I think- Ex- that there's, there's it, it, no different than being on Facebook, it, it, with the exception that less people are on there, <laughs> and uh, well, less the, socially desirable people are on. There. Well,
2: the difference is it's his target. It's his target demographic. That's the difference. You know, in Facebook, you have to cut, slice and dice all the demographics on Black Planet. It's boom. It's right there.
0: Yeah, let's <laughs> you should, <laughs> you're just a hater. No, uh, you have to go on there and look at the motherfuckers on there, and <laughs> come back to me. Because until then, I don't want to hear it. I've been on Black Planet. <laughs> yeah, like ten
2: years ago. No, like like three years.
0: <laughs> you was on Black Planet three years ago. Well,
2: not like I never had an account on Black. Oh, actually, yeah. I did have an account on Black Planet, but uh, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't use it. I. But I mean, <laughs> so you ain't, ain't been, been on it? I've been on the site, really? not. Participating. Yeah.
0: So you don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So enough with all of the shenanigans and the tomfoolery. Sheniggery. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to name my next kid. Sheniggery, Sheniggery. Oh, she- Sheniggery, get your ass in here. <laughs> Clean up your room. Oh, she won't be profiled at all. <laughs> I do have to be a she. Right. <laughs> oh, no. I ain't naming my boy no shit, <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
2: but you would name her, your daughter? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. That's fucked up.
3: <laughs> oh, shit. That's like, that's a misogynist right there.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so there is this article that, uh, that uh, Charlie Bell has referred to. Actually, there's two of them. I was thinking, should we go like read like one from one article and then one from the other and go back and forth like that, mix it up instead of just doing one straight through.
2: You're the leader, sir.
0: And I'm asking for your opinion.
2: Um, I hadn't thought about let's, it. Let's let's go one. I'm for thinking one. about it now.
0: Okay. <clears throat> okay. So the title of the first article is "What Men Think About Sex Versus Reality." The first question. Charlie Bell, you got yours up? Mhm. Go ahead and read it.
2: Okay, so, can I propose something? Do we want to um read the whole list and then come back and talk about the the main ones or talk about them as we go?
0: Okay, that's a good idea. Okay. That way we can eliminate some of the ones cuz I don't number right. 1 I don't even think it's worth. We can right. probably jump right to number 2.
2: Right. So okay. number 1, this is things that men think about sex. Versus reality. Okay. So one, frequent and strong sexual desire and thoughts should be natural and normal for all people in long-term relationships. Okay. Anything for all people you already know. But anyway. Number two. (laughs) Um, Most married couples are having sex at least three times a week, if not more. Only
0: single men think that.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I don't think that.
0: <laughs> I've heard enough guys say, no, you, you, you single, get... Single men with no married friends think that. That's, okay, that's a, Single
3: men who are 15 years old
0: <laughs> think
2: that. So number three, women go into sex expecting and wanting the focus to be on their pleasure. Number four, men who focus on a woman's pleasure, read, giving oral, enjoy giving oral sex, are few and far between, but I myself... Happen to be one of these rare ones. Notice how every male client I have met thinks this.
0: <laughs> also, okay. number, five,
2: uh, number five. I must last as long as I possibly can and be full in, in full control of myself at all times. Number six. I should also engage in a lot of foreplay all the time because women want this. Number seven. Women orgasm from intercourse alone pretty frequently. Number eight. The women I dated in high school, college, my 20s, had lots of crazy sex. They're still doing that with the men that they married. Number nine, my wife makes up excuses not to have sex, and other women just go with the flow and are happy to feel desired. Number 10, after the baby, most women get their sex drive back reasonably quickly. Number 11, watching oh, porn does nothing to hurt our sex life or relationship. Um, That was it. Okay.
0: Yeah, let me start before we start. I'm putting this disclaimer out there. A lot of this these so-called uh myths or whatever that we it, we got them from you. So you want to talk about be mad at us or whatever or to uh shame us and tell us that all these things incorrect us. We got them from you, damn it. We who's, got them from you.
2: Who's you?
0: Women. We got them from you. A lot of this stuff we got from you. Okay. It's absolutely 100% true. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: first of all
2: First thing first I, Papa, freaks all the honeys No, I'm just kidding. I just Every time I hear first things first I always I think of that oh, yeah, it. that line Sorry. from
0: Biggie Yeah.
2: No, I mean, I feel like it, To to vindicate my my gender I feel like I have been Trying to dispel a lot of these myths On the show And in our friendship you know?
0: Yeah. So Okay, you have. But okay. I'm still talking about the source of this stuff, you well, know.
2: I I, I don't you, know women you you, you well so, whatever. So, well some who of them who thinks
0: this you stuff. Li-
3: <laughs> Well I uh the idea that, that uh foreplay is very important. Uh I I I was actually surprised when it, it said mm-hmm. foreplay is not necessarily what women want.
0: Um that, well, Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. are we supposed to be going let's let's before we start jumping around, mm-hmm. are we gonna go in order?
2: No, I think oh. let's, let's go to the ones that we think are most interesting.
0: Okay, well let's start from the beginning. Oh and, and go to the Okay. Um Number one, I don't think was all that interesting. Right. Number two, I don't think there's that many guys who <laughs> like like Damon said, they're probably like fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> so
3: yeah, it seems like that's, that's been fodder for comedians over the years. I got married and stopped having sex. It's, it's almost cliche. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. everybody yeah. pretty it much knows that now. Yeah.
0: But, uh, but it's a, it's a true one. So <laughs> a lot of times. So, <laughs> um, number three, women going to, I, I've never heard that one before. We can talk about that if you guys want I've never heard that one.
2: No, I think three is related to four, meaning that guys feel like they're a stud if they can get a woman off through oh, yeah. oral sex or whatever. Oh, that's true. That um, they think that, be- that because that's their goal, they think that that's what women want. I mean, of course, we do want pleasure, but I think a lot of women also feel – we, we want to get – I think most people, especially if you're in a relationship with somebody you care about, you want to get and give pleasure. So I don't know. I think that's
0: weird. Okay. Well, my my only knowledge of whether or not, uh, you know, uh, guys don't give oral sex, or it comes from women, and that's what women used to say a lot that guys don't do it. Used to,
2: I think that is. I think that guy is so, ex, ex, so getting I, extinct. I think he's going. The way of the dodo bird I,
0: I, right but i'm saying that's that's why i think you get this comment right because that's what we've been told we've been told that right. guys don't do it well so that's and all who else is going to tell us i mean but you guys we getting this from y'all y'all the ones that guys don't do it
2: well i think that used to be more true i guess is what i'm saying i don't
3: okay. think it's been true for a while yeah i was i was actually kind of surprised that, that that uh at least in this article that um They're saying that for a lot of women that it's, uh, oral sex is too intense. That, that, uh, that, you know, that basically it's something that has to be worked up to. That's true. Rather than, you know, going, uh, diving, uh, you know, diving headlong (laughs) into the cherry tree,
0: uh. Right. (laughs) Not in my house. (laughs) Uh That's funny. Well, no, but for me,
2: that's true. I mean, um, it's definitely something to be worked up to. And also I can't, I could count on one hand the times that that's brought me to
0: orgasm. Really? Really? Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. I've I've heard
3: from a lot of women that
0: that's the only way they can.
3: Right. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of my friends say that we're all different.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, that's, that's how, yeah, my wife, she, she has one from that every time. Good for her. And I think think one of the. I said good for her. (laughs) <laughs> High
3: five! <laughs> I'm just thinking of, of Dino's uh, tongue being in traction after. <laughs> oh no! When, when
0: you when you know what you're doing, you know uh, your partner. No, once you learn your partner, you that's know true. It, it. It does not. It doesn't. It doesn't take all night. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> we 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 have to what some people might cons- consider it boring or whatever but we have kind of i mean i hate the word routine Mm -hmm. because it does sound boring and routine Mm -hmm. but it's it's a good it's not a script but yeah yeah, we do have certain things that we do and there's certain checkpoints that we hit and basically she gets an old from that and then she gets an old from sex like every time she has at least you know a couple
3: good for her a few yeah one of, one of the things that, that, that I find interesting, um, is that you know, in this thing, it's that, that women, uh, don't necessarily, aren't necessarily looking for an orgasm, mm. uh, that they, they're actually, uh, according to this article, are looking to be pleased. I mean, looking to please. And they, 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 uh, like the idea of, of being, of having someone who's turned on by them, um, mm-hmm. uh, more so than necessarily getting, uh, a, uh, a, a physical reaction mm-hmm. and that that took me by surprise when yeah. i read this when i read this article um mm.
2: that's totally true i was i would say I with, some, I was with some out, modifications yeah, let, yeah. Me, <laughs> let, me, let me let me put some modifications <laughs> yeah but one i wouldn't say that we're okay i will say that for for most of us
1: mm.
2: or I don't even want to speak for. Her. I'm gonna speak for myself and mm-hmm. see. You know, maybe mm-hmm. this is where this is coming from. For me, sex is a lot less goal oriented mm-hmm. than for most men. Most men know that when they engage in sex, mm-hmm. unless something goes horribly wrong, mm-hmm. they're gonna bust a nut. Yeah. Whereas for me, it's a, it's more likely that I will not achieve orgasm with my mm-hmm. partner. Mm-hmm. So you're not going into it with the same level of expectation, but it's mm-hmm. still enjoyable. Yeah. See, like,
0: it, it, so, like I say that. Yeah. That that comment depends on the woman because like my wife you know, she expects her her minimum two olds per, right. per session right that's what she's going into but you it. conditioned her to that yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. but that's what she's expecting right and if she don't if on the off night and when she don't get one of the other, yeah she's not happy yeah, no, uh, <laughs> I,
3: I, so um I'm sorry go ahead. I had a friend who once told me that uh she she was uh that a, a lover of hers, uh, the first time that they did it, she, you know, he felt really bad because she didn't orgasm and he was, uh he was very upset by this. Mm-hmm. And she was like, she was trying to tell, she said, look, it, you know, I, she said, I don't even know what it's going to do. It's true, <laughs> and, and you know, and and you know that that's the. I think that's one of the major differences between men and women is like, with like you said, men basically know where it's going. Right. Uh, you know, you do, you don't hear about men complaining about their inability to achieve orgasm. Yeah. Um. Whereas I, I think, um, but women are are so just from woman to woman yeah they just have uh it's just a variety of how they're affected i mean something yeah. that you do with one woman and you know bring her you know to a screaming orgasm will you know make another woman go at you right you know? it's it, true it's, it's uh so that that's i think that's one of the the hard parts in, in knowing because right because the uh the parameters change from woman to woman
0: absolutely right and not only that is the thing too it's like okay well you know we've you know, we hear all the complaints about the two minute dude or the guy who just gets off and doesn't know what my, my needs and that What, So it's okay. Well, which is it? Is it we don't care about your needs or we care too much about your needs? Like some things is like, is that really something that you need to be complaining about? The guy right. is concerned that you that he wants you to get off and he's trying right. to get you to get off and he was upset that you didn't. I mean, I don't think well, some I, things. I think you just need to leave alone mm-hmm. because you you like you you putting this in this. This box, first it was like, okay, well, the insensitive lover and the guy who doesn't care and what a jerk and what an ass he is and selfish lover and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Well, now the guy cares. The guy is, don't complain about that. Don't, don't, don't make that a complaint.
2: Well, okay, so for speaking for my guess speaking for myself, so first of all, I think this is all related to the evolution of gender roles and women's sexuality, like the way you know of course, men were totally not oriented on women's pleasure before because it wasn't for that it was just it wasn't for that, but now that's a part of, you know, what it's for. So, but at the same time, so we're not complaining that you want to give us pleasure, that you care about our needs. That's not the complaint, but at the same time, like, for example, I've been in a relationship and it kind of comes down to, um, the next one that we're talking about where guys think that they need to last forever. When guys are super goal oriented about, I have to give you an orgasm. I have to fuck you all night till you, you know, you're, your pussy explodes and you know, whatever. And it's like,
0: again, it- when you complain about dudes who go for two minutes all the time, Wait, hold on. Let me- when that's like a, the big joke everywhere and all the comedian, all the female comedians hit that joke. I mean, when that's what you hear all the time, then what do you expect? Okay, well, this is what I'm telling you.
2: <laughs> I expect you have to li- like what da- what Damon said. You have to listen to the individual needs of that woman at that time because a lot of times, if you're trying to just fuck all night or eat pussy till, till it's raw, it's too much <laughs> pressure. If sometimes an orgasm is just not going to happen, and we don't want to just be under that pressure and make you feel like a failure because you couldn't make us bust. Like sometimes it's just not going to happen. It has nothing to do with you. It's mm-hmm. just what's you know. It just it's a very temp- the the Vag is a very temperamental friend. You know, she's she's not she's she does her own thing sometimes. So it's like we want you to try and we want you to listen to. I think that's really what it comes down to: listen to what it is that we want at that moment. Sometimes we want a quickie. Sometimes we want you to eat the coochie. You know, whatever it is, like just listen and be in tune with what her needs are at that moment.
3: I, I show up in a waiter's uniform and I say, "May, may I take your order, please?"
0: <laughs>
2: Well, what's, what's good today? Well, what are you putting on the menu?
0: I hear you, but do you understand how from us it can look like we can't fucking win for losing?
2: I do. I do, but I think this, I think this is, I think this dynamic gets to a lot of what we talk about is kind of like the extremes in, that's represented in pop culture. I think you can't take too literally like the two minute man jokes and the, you know, Nobody ever eats pussy. I mean, you know, it's like you can't take it too literally. Okay. It's pop culture, you know? But I think it also is true, and this is something I will say is very different between men and women, is that unless I feel sexy and attractive, I don't want to have sex. And guys, I think fucking makes them feel sexy and attractive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, so I definitely, like, when my partner would approach me... Well, actually, it's it's kind of...
0: It's kind of different. I mean, like, you know, yeah, sex, the way you guys describe it a lot of times, most of the time, it sounds like, you know, if you're in the mood or like a want or, it's like for us, it feels like, like you wouldn't describe eating that way. You know what I mean? It's like, you're hungry. You need to eat. That's how we feel. It's like, we need to bust a nut. We need to. That's how we feel. It's not about how we feel, how she feels, if I'm sexy, if I'm in shape or not all that shit everything all that is has nothing to do with nothing i mean it's all secondary
2: well sometimes we feel that way too that's not unique to men to feel like you need to get your freaking doesn't sound off, like
0: it's very, it sounds like it's very rare and there's a whole lot of other conditions n- that are attached to that because it, you even just said you even just said unless i feel sex that's that there's no such thing to that for a man Wait, wait hold on you, that has nothing to do with Busting a nut and feeling sexy, nothing to do with each other. It
2: doesn't mean, it doesn't mean that I don't feel like I need to bust a nut or that I won't go do bust a nut. <laughs> it just means I may not feel like engaging with you. So, you know, it's like, it's, what? yeah, it's,
0: it's. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Okay. I'm because I'm kind of lost. Cause now it sounds wait,
2: just because I might have you this sound all over. The place. No, I'm not all over the place. It's, I said
0: you sound all over the place. No, but so bring it back and, and explain to me. Cause I'm not, I'm not picking up. On okay. This. What are you not picking up on?
2: If if I don't feel sexy, that doesn't mean I'm not horny
0: or that I might not go
2: masturbate and get myself off. It just might mean I don't want to be naked in front of you. I don't want to have a sexual interaction with you at that time with your partner. You know, so just because you don't want to have a sexual interaction with your partner doesn't mean you're not horny. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay, well, like again, a guy that's no, that's that's a last resort for us. There's never oh, I, I feel. I'm so fat that I don't want to have sex with my wife, so I'm gonna go in here and handle it myself. No, that is not. <laughs> well, <laughs> that, that does not exist for us.
2: Well, may I say, part of it goes back to the other thing we were saying. One of the reasons why that doesn't exist is because you know that no matter what happens, you're gonna probably bust a nut. Whereas with us, like if I go through the problem of getting my give it, getting over my insecurity or getting naked despite the fact that I p- put on ten pounds or my hair is you know jacked up or whatever. I still might not get an orgasm. So mm-hmm. it's a little, you know, the, the, the reward ratio isn't, or, you know, it's not exactly the same.
0: No, I mean, and I'm not, none of this is about it being the same. As a matter of fact, that's my whole point is I'm always trying to emphasize that it's not the same. And your point usually is your, no, oh, it's the same. Oh no, we're just like that. That's 99% of our conversations like this. That's your position. Oh, women are just like that. We're just as this. No, you're not. No, no, that's no. my point. You're not.
2: No. The, what, I say, <laughs> what I'm saying is that women's sex drive is just as high. Women want well, to fuck not, just as I'm, much. I'm, women want sex just as much as men. Mm-hmm. I will stand by that till the day I fucking die. No. That, But, that's, the, that's a, but the way a, in a, which we want sex is not the same. Obviously. Like...
0: Yeah, that, that so it makes my of- brain hurt. <laughs> it's it, <laughs> it, it, sorry. Uh, okay,
2: um, so basically, j- you can have equal sex drives, but the way you feel comfortable expressing your sex drive could be different. So I guess if uh, hopefully maybe that well, you know what that, that's it. that's
0: kind of well that's kind of uh, kind of ridiculous because where we're <laughs> talking about the, the whole point of us talking about sex is having sex with a woman. So if you're talking about and and and, and that is the end goal. So the fact that you're saying that, oh, we want to have sex just as much as you, but not with you, that's fucking insane. That's a that's a distinction that that makes no sense whatsoever.
3: <laughs> well, I think what she's saying is like uh, her desire for sex is there, but if she doesn't feel pretty,
0: that that
3: that is that is an obstacle that we don't have,
0: right? And mm-hmm. it will preclude it will it will prevent her from having sex with a man,
3: yeah, right.
0: right. Therefore. Okay, maybe your sex drive technically is as high, but you do not wish to have sex with a man as much as a man wants to have sex with you, which is the end point. So you're getting extremely semantic.
2: Because it's not semantics. Yeah, your,
0: yeah, you. Yeah. No, it's
2: not semantics. When it it's your is. relationship, when it's a day to day thing that you have to negotiate and 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 understand with your partner, it's not semantics. It's really understanding what's going on. So it's not that I. It's not even that I don't want to have sex with you. It's just that that's not the right time. That's not the right moment.
3: You know. I'm I'm, uh, I'm kind of curious. Um, if there, uh, I, I remember once uh, hearing about a woman who she got married, but uh, she wouldn't have sex with her husband because she felt like she was overweight and i i'm i'm curious if if you know uh because uh, apparently that that that's a big deal that women who you know don't feel good about themselves don't don't feel sexy um is is there a, is there a way around that is uh, what 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 do women do to uh i don't or what can a man do mm-hmm. to help a woman um make her feel better about herself so that she would be willing to uh to engage.
2: <laughs> well that's very sweet, Damon. I mean
0: <laughs> So I, that should I, give I, me what I want. <laughs> 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 no, no, hey, no, should, I, should
3: I sing about Charlie Bell over Skype? Uh, <laughs>
0: hey, there's
2: nothing wrong with being strategically going after the the pussy. Mm-hmm. No, I mean I think that um ultimately okay, so so I'm gonna say a couple things, which I, I know I already know. Dino's gonna say you're contradicting yourself, um, but it's <laughs> only because you are. No, but it's true. But it's because two things can be in, con- in, in tension or in an apparent conflict and both be true. That's reality, right? So, for example, so sometimes it's been the case when I just said fuck it and I got over myself mm-hmm. and fucked, and then I felt better about myself. Mm-hmm. So sometimes if you can kind of just push yourself past it, mm-hmm. then that can you know that can help. Um, oh,
0: well, no, other times,
2: other times there's nothing you can do because the, I mean, and this maybe gets to some of the, the other, um, list that we're going to talk about is that a lot of wh- what we do as women, I think we internalize what we think the outside world, we objectify ourselves. Basically mm-hmm. we internalize how we think other people are perceiving us. Mm-hmm. And so until we are able to, you know, free our minds of what we, have internalized Mm
0: -hmm.
2: and your ass will follow. See where that came from? (laughs) It's true. And, um, so I think that, um, I mean, of course you want to be supportive of your partner and Mm -hmm. let her know that you still desire her Mm -hmm. and that, you know, you want to have sex with her. Mm -hmm. But I mean, ultimately nobody can, you know, manage or alter your self perception, but you.
3: Mm -hmm. Yes. That's uh that's pretty interesting because I, I I think I think with men it's it's kind of the opposite if a man's not feeling good about himself uh, you know it, and if you know a woman expresses sexual desire
0: mm-hmm.
3: for the man it's it's like whoa my ego my, yeah uh, my, Charlie my, Bell said that earlier my 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 point my ego points have just shot up
2: right. <laughs>
0: that's absolutely true yeah.
2: right but. But we are, but partially it's cause we, no offense, but we know the threshold for you to want to fuck somebody is way lower. <laughs> like, just cause you want to fuck doesn't mean we're well, attractive. Well,
3: well, <laughs> no, well, no, no, it's, it's more like, it's more like if, if a woman, a woman desiring me.
0: Maybe if your uncle. Makes
3: me, <laughs> <laughs> make, makes me feel better about myself as opposed to, uh, like, like an ex- external, an external, uh, external ex- appreciation. Right. Uh, makes me feel better about myself, whereas we were describ- the, describing that women, uh, in- internalize, uh, internalized negative feelings right. and it, it can't be it can't be counteracted well, by the outside I mean, world or,
2: it can't I'm not gonna say it can't be well but I mean
3: it's it, difficult to counteract
2: right but at the same but it's also the fact that just because you want to fuck us we know that doesn't mean that we're pretty or sexy or anything mm-hmm. like that because yeah. a lot of guys will just fuck I mean we well, know that, that, well, yeah, that, but that, that,
0: see, that's not I, I'm not I'm not that dude I've never been that dude I'm not that dude right if, if I'm if I'm if, if I'm if I'm hitting it, it then I'm, because I, I can't, I can't, I can't fake it. If I'm no. not attracted to you, then I can't, can't get it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, yeah, I, I think, yeah,
3: I think sometimes women are mistaken uh, in, in the belief that even, even men who are horn dogs who, right. who, uh, um, they, at that moment, they are attracted to whomever they're with, even if, you know, that person isn't the most beautiful person in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, that they, that, uh, you know, and, and, you know, I, uh, I, I, I was spoken to women who had negative feelings about themselves mm-hmm. and I would try and tell her, I said, no, you are a good looking person. Mm-hmm. I said, just because men are willing to, to, uh, to, uh, to be with others who are less good looking than you
1: mm-hmm.
3: doesn't mean that they don't find those women attractive. Mm-hmm. They may just think you're better. You're more attractive. Mm-hmm than somebody else that they find attractive
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and
3: that's you know that that's i think that's i think that's the way we most of us uh Mm -hmm. think that you know if if we don't find a woman attractive we're just
2: not gonna try to fuck
3: no (laughs) (laughs) you know unless we've been in prison for like 15 years and then you know we'll probably fuck a man so (laughs) you know it's uh (laughs) well
2: no i mean i think this is but this is um great to I mean I think that's great to hear because mm-hmm. just like men have um ideas about what women feel or think women do as well and so like that's that's the perfect example of where a man needs to then verbalize you know mm-hmm. what his needs or where he's coming from to a woman because otherwise she may have an assumption about you know whatever
3: and I, I also think that when men when when men do it uh, when men do express themselves that women i i guess women have a tendency to read into what a man says and sometimes she will if she's feeling poorly about herself she will tell them she will try and find something that he said and turn it around and make it negative
1: mm-hmm. uh
3: you know like you know this this woman i was uh, talking about i mean you know she you know i i, I would tell her you know um, you know, you look great. Mm-hmm. You're just saying that to try and make me feel good.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, you, you know, it's like, oh, you're prettier than all your other friends. Mm-hmm. No, my other friends had all these guys.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> you know, it, it was just, it was, it was, you know, and and of course, she, you know, makes bad decisions based on her her, her low self esteem. Yeah, her low <laughs> self esteem. But uh, you know, and that that's uh, so I I think I think uh, I think in in some ways that they just they have to listen to. You know when you know and I'm, I'm not saying men don't lie, i mean I, I, mean, I, I ain't saying that, but I, I, the, the majority of the men if they're if they're if they're hitting on you they they find you attractive on some level, you know that's good
2: to know, yeah, I guess yeah. <laughs> um yeah. but definitely, I just want to real briefly speak to this um. Number five, lasting as long as you can. Please don't. I, please <laughs> just don't. I had this, oh. of course we don't, we, we want, we want something in the middle. We don't want the two minute man that can't do nothing for you. But I had one, um, partner who just, man, he just, I think he actually had a problem. I think he had like, de- probably like delayed orgasm syndrome where he, it would take him forever and he would think he was really doing stuff. And I'd be like, you know what? I just want to go to sleep can we just wrap this up somehow so like Even anything right like anything can take be taken to extreme you know so yeah
3: I, well, I, that, well uh, nothing i was just gonna make a joke uh. what
2: about number seven what's number seven women orgasm from intercourse alone pretty frequently do you guys believe I, I that i don't
0: know i don't believe that um what does that mean does that mean just like no foreplay no i don't what does that mean
2: i think it means having a um an orgasm from penile penetration without any other type of stimulation
3: I'm, I've been programmed the other way. <laughs> so I, yeah, I, um, my, my problem has been the too much foreplay and too much, uh <laughs> too, much, too much oral sex. Cause I, I know I said that, that that's the way to go. That's, that's <laughs> the way I've been taught. You know, it's like the, you know, the penis thing is not necessary. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, just like,
2: I can't have an orgasm from that alone.
0: Mm. So it's like, you got to get like warmed up with the foreplay and stuff first. And then, have intercourse and then that's when the orgasm comes, like that.
2: Uh, this is getting so personal. the <laughs> <laughs> the the, inter, the orgasm doesn't come from just the penis. There has to be some additional stimulation going on.
0: I'll say that. So you need some oral sex too.
2: No, you can't fuck and eat pussy at the same. Well, That's actually, like. So I'm, I, I'm, I'm no, like I, I wish like I manual stimulation. Actually, I saw a picture. Oh, dude, I'm tell you, I'm gonna show you right now a picture of somebody doing just that. The internet is amazing.
0: But um, wait, oh, oh, so you mean you gotta like use your hand to play with or his? With the- yeah, clitoral, or, clitoral
3: stimulation. Yeah, while, while being really, yeah.
0: Hmm. Well, I would have to say that. Uh, I've never done that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well apparently your so, partner has never needed it, uh, uh, right?
2: Whoa! Holy so
0: some sh- of that stuff is subjective. You know what I mean? It's so, all
2: subjective. That's yeah, the point. That's, true, that's yeah.
0: exactly
3: the point. Yeah. Holy yogi kudu, Batman! <laughs> <laughs> uh, holy yogi code- coitus, <laughs> yogi coitus. <laughs>
0: Wow, what am I looking at? I don't even know what. what it, it, he's
3: stimulating her orally and uh, penetrating her at the same time.
0: He's upside. Can you see? Holy double jointed
3: <laughs>
2: Can you? Just, can um, you make it out now?
0: Yeah, kind of. we to have to. You're gonna have to uh, post that on the uh, on the site because we're talking about it, so people can see it.
2: Oh Lord, okay.
0: <laughs> but um, but yeah, Charlie I, Bell needs to get with the program and get her Facebook account going anyway. That's true. I've had way, uh, way overdue,
3: but I've I, I had women they they stimulate themselves clitorally while during uh, during um, um, intercourse intercourse, and I don't have a problem with it. <laughs> hey, you, know, <laughs> my, you my, shouldn't. My, well, my idea is like you know, I I just I just want you to you know be I, happy. I, I just want this to be a you know a good experience for both of us. Exactly, so, uh, and that's know.
2: the right attitude and, because guys take a lot of shit like personally that's not personal to them. Which I'm sure women do too. I'm,
3: I think it's a human trait. Yeah. Well, that's. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I think just by the uh, just by the, the the way this discussion has gone, I mean, we we definitely have very different. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I like the idea of goal oriented. You know, during during sex, I, I that's I, I like that's a nice application. Yeah, it works for us. To, Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> right, step one, move on to step two. Step two, move on to step three. Yeah, that, uh, that's pretty cool. Oh,
2: you're funny. So, are we going on um, to the next one?
0: Uh, the woman I dated in high school. College. Oh, I was
2: thinking the next list. Oh,
0: the next. Oh. Um, if you feel like this list has been su- su- uh, sufficiently covered,
3: I mean, it feels like we have. I mean, I mean, I, I you know the. Some of the stuff doesn't seem like, uh, but I guess I guess they are myths because uh, pe- people. Uh, but you know, my wife makes up excuses not to have sex, and other women just go with the flow. <laughs> That's uh, just wishful. That's just fantasizing. <laughs> you know, and the, you know, the thing is, I mean, people have different sex drives. Even you know, exactly, and especially number ten. Who thinks that <laughs> after the baby, most women get oh. their sex drive? Men who who don't know anything about women. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I'm like, some of this stuff, like, really?
1: Who the hell told you you that? (laughs)
3: You you know who I think think, you know, when when you have those friends who are like, they have a sister or a brother who's like exactly nine to 11 months younger than them, (laughs) (laughs) it's like that person's daddy thought that his wife was ready for sex. That's hilarious. (laughs) Well, first of all,
0: whether well, techni- she was ready or not, they yeah, had it. Right. Ready or not, here <laughs> <Right>. I come.
2: <laughs> Technically, I think they tell you you can't have sex for like six weeks after vaginal birth, so that's already mm-hmm. not that quick. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I think the one thing I will say about this whole list is I think um, most of the the drop off in sex, uh, well, sex period, sexual right. you know desire and mm-hmm. sexual inter you know engagement has more to do with raising kids than marriage per se. I think most married people have kids and I think child rearing is really for my friends that are married Mm -hmm. and have kids like their sex lives didn't start going downhill until the kids came along. And Mm -hmm. so, and I've been in long, you know, long-term relationship, long as a marriage, you know, and the sex was great. It was
3: fine. There was no problem with it. Well, it would also seem like the uh, body image issues would contribute. Oh hell uh, yeah! After having after having given birth. Hell yeah! Yeah.
2: It's it's everything. It's the body image. It's the fatigue. It's the you know just a new focus. You know.
3: So it, it's it's okay to bring home a different woman. <laughs> <laughs> that,
1: that's just, another show. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have that show.
3: Woo <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. Honey, you can go back to sleep.
0: I ordered out. Well, I say that um, we stick with this list since we're almost done with it. And okay. then tackle the, the other list another time. Okay, I'm okay. for that. Yeah. Um, but mine got lost. Okay, so. Um, after
3: the baby, most women get their sex drive back. Really quickly. Watching porn does nothing mm. to hurt our sex life or relationship. Oh, this is a big one.
0: Yeah, that's one of those... Um, all things done in moderations or you know extremes and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. I think, and it, you know, like we said, everything is subjective. It depends on the person. Yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If you foolish enough to think anything in in that is something that you can take away and use in your real life, <laughs> you know that that's not good. If you're addicted and you watching it constantly, that's not good. But you know. And I and I learned as far as your your thing about the uh, saying about the women don't like women don't like porn. Yeah, I, f- I found out that uh Are you, are
3: you talking to me? Or are you
0: talking to uh Talking to Charlie. Bell. No, I said
3: women do like porn.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, saying that men think that. Oh, Uh uh-huh. um, no, I I found yeah, I found out that uh that's not the case. That that's not the case, yeah. Yeah. Cuz like my female friends would come to my house and just like go Go through now, the porn. Now, now <laughs> do, you, like, <laughs> do you
3: find that depends on the um, the ages of the the generation of the woman women um, as far as per, porn goes?
0: No, it just kind of varies. Mm-hmm. It just there's some younger ones who are turned off to it, and mm-hmm. then there's some you know they're kind of all over the place. Yeah. You just like so. It's really. it's
3: it's it's. Oh, I, would you argue that uh, women women's interest in porn is more individual, whereas men tend to be. And men tend to enjoy porn generally. Yeah. Across the board.
0: Yeah. I would say with women, it's more individually. Yeah. But I would also say probably it's more than we've been led to believe. Okay.
2: I, I would say, let me kind of modulate that. I would say that most women are interested in some kind of porn, but it's Mm -hmm. not necessarily the kind of porn that is out there all the time. Not that, not that I I don't agree with this myth that women want all this like soft, fuzzy, focused, you know, romance. And that's Mm -hmm. not, some women like that, but Mm -hmm. that's not necessarily what women like. Like, I like to see well, we don't even talk about what I mean. <laughs> but the, I like to see Ronji stuff sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, but there's other stuff that I do think is generational that's really out there and that is affecting girls, like sexual development that I mm-hmm. think is harmful. Mm-hmm. And I, and it does disturb. It's also Which- the kind of porn. Like, so for example, um, I feel like there's a lot more rough and violent Mm and you know the whole gonzo style of Mm -hmm. porn i think that's horrible i think it has a really negative effect on men's perception of what sex is supposed to be like Mm -hmm. and and women's too girls Mm -hmm. coming up if that's what they see and think that that's normal i think that's why you know um and then just like the double penetrations Mm -hmm. i think okay i get conceptually how it would be sexy but Mm -hmm. it's kind of like it's the way they do it in a lot of the porn shows it's so violent and Mm -hmm. it's so like degrading to the woman so i think that's um part so that's part of the balance is can you find something that's sexy but not degrading but then there's also um you actually this kind of contradicts what you were saying earlier i was in a relationship with someone and he was going through um a depression and when he was depressed, he didn't want to have sex with me, but I came home and found thousands of megabytes of freaking porn, you know? So he, he, he was just like I was saying that a woman, when she's not feeling great about herself, she mm-hmm. might still be horny, but not mm-hmm. express it with her right. partner. He did the same thing. He was depressed and, you know, he still wanted to get off and jack mm-hmm. off, mm-hmm. you know? And in fact, he was using porn as an escape, mm-hmm. you know, which, is whatever. Well, that's, that's what it is. You know, it is. It, yeah. I mean, sometimes it's an escape and sometimes it's just a entertainment. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's just a tool to get off, you know? Mm-hmm. But um he, he was using it a little bit excessively. So I think that um but it just goes to show you don't always want to, you know, express your sex drive with your
3: partner. Was we, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I, I go thought ahead. you were finished. No, I was. Oh, uh what was what was that film that we saw um with um uh, Gordon. Maybe does Dallas? No, no, it was, uh, <laughs> stupid. Jay, uh, uh Scarlett Johansson and, uh, Jay Gordon Levitt. Um,
0: oh, uh, Don John.
3: Don John. Uh, yeah, Don John. Yeah, that, oh, okay. that, that kind of, uh, that, that was kind of a, an interest, that, uh, that kind of goes to your point where the, the protagonist, he would, he would watch porn after he had sex. Mm-hmm. Um, because sex gave him something that, I mean, uh, porn gave him something that the actual sex didn't give mm-hmm. him. And,
2: uh, I feel like the more that porn is kind of saturating our culture, that that is true. I mm-hmm. think that that guys have some guys are more addicted. I don't even know if "addicted" well, well, is the right word.
3: Well, but. I would I would say there's a fantasy element, uh, as uh, Dino was saying earlier, that you know that you can't achieve with with a partner,
1: right? Uh, of that, course. I
3: mean, I mean, it, it's it's you know, you know, as uh, Dino said that you know it, it's uh, unrealistic to expect what they do in porn videos, to uh, do that in your actual uh, life. Right.
2: But when, I think some people, their sexuality becomes molded by that unrealistic expectation yeah, well, and yeah. then they can't have a satisfying interaction with a real person. Right. That's hey,
0: what we were saying at the top of the – Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the, yeah, yeah I, think, I think
3: it contributes.
2: Yeah. yeah. So anyway, mm-hmm. hope this discussion gets getting our listeners – Excited.
0: Next week, we'll talk about it. Everybody didn't stop the show to go fuck (laughs) us. Hey, I would count
1: that as a a success.
3: For all the ladies out there. (laughs) (laughs) Next up, Dino talks to you in his very white voice.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Well, that's it for another episode of The Shiznit. Thank you for tuning in. Check us out again next week. And also, um, while you guys are checking us out, Go to uh, the Red Rock um, feed and check out the, the special um, West Coast podcaster, uh, black podcaster roundtable that we had the other day. That's up now. Um, if you haven't checked that out, you might want to check that out. It's me and Mr. Black, uh, Ricky L. Hines second from the AUA and Tati, Tati B. from uh, Back to Reality. So um, that's it. That's all. And we'll holler at you later. This has been The Shiznit.